Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Editor Melanie Mayer interviews celebrities and expert writers on their tips for making life enjoyable and entertaining. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White and Melanie Mayer. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon. It's here today with Byron and Stephanie to talk about all fun things link focused and we have some we have some interesting show focus here today don't you think Byron yes indeed hallelujah (laughs) we're going to talk about sales strategies today and all the different and interesting ways that sales people can be motivated to sell more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you don't seem too excited about this Oh, it's it's what I live and breathe all day, every day. So, give me give me your top five, Byron. Give me your, your top five immediate motivating sales strategies. Ooh, boy, that's uh, t- f- only five. Only five, <laughs> five. You can do it. Earn the right. Motivating. Earn the right. <clears throat> we can go into a little more depth. Yeah, on that. tell me. Earn uh, the right. Number two, data gathering. Number three, create the need. Number four, make them sick. And number five, close to ask. So I'm going to immediately go back to number four and make them sick. Make them sick. So the theory of make it sick is kind of interesting. Basically, as you're beginning to communicate with a client, the hope is you can learn what their needs are, right? Mm -hmm. And when you learn what their needs are, you, you, you discover what is wrong with their system and what you can help them resolve. And it's very important that you identify with what is wrong with their system, and it should be making them sick about their problem. And unless you can make them sick about their problem, then you really can't demonstrate how you can solve something to, you know, you can solve their problem. Uh, and that's really the critical juncture of, of a sales process. Make them sick is what we commonly refer to as. It's just kind of a harsh term to think about it. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up it. on that. <laughs> Make them sick. So if you know if, if someone doesn't perceive, you know, like, let's let's say you're selling pencils. By the way, when I when I when I do sales training over the years, I love people to say, "Okay, sell me a pencil, right? <laughs> sell me a pencil." Now you know you can't say, "Hey, you know." Uh, like, here's door number one. This pencil is the greatest pencil. It's the best color yellow ever. It's got the best link in it, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's, no one wants to be sold to, right? That's like the used car salesman, okay? Yeah. Versus, so you think you want to buy a pencil. Why do you want to buy a pencil? You know, well, I, I, I write a lot, and I make mistakes, so I want to erase them. So, you know, you, know, you, you dig more into, you know, you make a lot of mistakes, okay? That's... that's um, you know, so you, you you've learned that they make a lot of mistakes when they write, and they like to they like to erase things, right? So, and they also like to draw, and they like thicker and thin lines, and ink is you know blotches them, and and they they are in the proofing stage of their company, and and so they don't want to go to print yet, and so they need to be able to um, and they've got other complex problems, and they don't have computers or you know whatever it is, all this fun stuff. So when you learn all this stuff, 
then what you're really learning is, if you're smart and you're picking up on this, is the, the critical element, which is they make a lot of mistakes, and, and it's frustrating if they use pens, right, because they have to throw paper away, and, <laughs> and they, they kill trees, you know, so that makes them sick, right, to kill trees. So you get what I'm saying? You're so really it, getting at the heart straight, you know, like you're, just, you're pulling at it. <laughs> it's complicated. So the, 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 what we identified there is it makes them sick to kill trees, right? <laughs> So they're going to save trees, and, and, uh, and, that, and they're going to make the world a better place, and that's going to make them feel good. You always have an interesting angle on things. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who else has an interesting angle on things? Mm. Our SEO specialist, Stephanie. Hello. How's it going, Steph? It's going very well. So, Byron, we have some fun links for you to play around with today. Are you ready? Can't wait. Okay. So, um, Steph. Yes. First, that you, Brian, you're going to love this, right? Let's talk about the history of the button, Stephanie. The history of the button. All right, so this is a site that I stumbled upon, and it is historyofthebutton.com, and it's a blog, and um, it traces the history of interaction design through the history of the button. So think about what has a button, a remote control, um, uh, you know, Various things that you use. Maybe your car has a push start button. Your cell phone. Um, your cell phone has a button. Um, and have you ever put any thought into the buttons? I mean, <laughs> who invented the OK button? Um, why did you know? So it's it's about the history of design. Anything that you can think of, and it's all from the point of view of the button. Um, so that's the history of the button dot com, and it, it's. Some very interesting stuff. Um, is the OK button trademark? First of all, great site. This isn't is this great. Uh, is is in fact? I'm looking at the site right now. Is the is the OK button a trademarked button? Are, are well, button designs trademarkable? I just flipped open my cell phone. I have an LG cell phone provided by Verizon Wireless, and it has an OK button. So flip open huh. your phone and tell me if it's. Uh, by LG, and if it is, and you have an OK button, if it's a different brand, then it's probably not trademarked. I do not have an OK button. Fascinating. I do not have a phone. <laughs> it is, it is buried in my in my office here. I do I not have, have an OK button. It, yeah, I found it. It's a, a trio. Main kind of a thing. I mean, OK. I mean, the send button's not trademarked. The end hmm. button isn't. I assume so. Hmm. Um, but it's very cool. It has information about the buttons on the walk signal and do they actually do anything or do they just want you to think that they're doing something? <laughs> um, so it's, it's actually, it looks, it's pretty intellectual um, because it's talking about design, history, and, and the art and the science behind it, but it's all from the point of view of what does the button look like, you know? So a very cool blog that I came across. Has right, anybody ever heard of a job description called GUI designer? As in graphic user interface? Right on. Oh, see, see, um, how'd you like to have that on no your business card? <laughs> What's next step? That's a good one. All right, Stephanie, tell me about the Visual Directory. The Visual Directory um, .net. The Visual Directory .net is a place um, for you users to submit pictures of a word that they see on a sign, on advertising, on packaging. Anywhere. So what you do is you take a picture of a word and you submit it to this directory. It's actually um, a dictionary. Did I say that right, Mel? The Visual Dictionary dot net. Yeah, the Visual okay. Dictionary dot net is the yes. site I'm going to. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. 
Um, a couple interesting things about the site. Um, from an art perspective, is interesting to look at. Um, so they're categorizing, hopefully, all the words in the English language, but it's all graphic. Um, and I went to their About section to look around, and they pretty much say, we have no reason to be doing this besides it's just fun, but they are experimenting with different things. Um, they want to come out with an API so people can pull these pictures. Um, some ideas are, um, what am I trying to say? Like, um, like a ransom of... note, kind of an email. Uh, you type yes. your email, comes out like yes. a ransom note. Um, Clever. And like that. So they <laughs> actually have a thing. You'll like this, Byron. Visual Twitter. The Twitter site is where you can go and type what you are doing at that exact moment. Mm-hmm. They are actually pulling in people's Twitter messages and converting them into these graphics. Um, it's a little here and there because they don't have a graphic for every single word in the English language, but they do have many graphics. So you can go there and see that on their site. Where's that mashup? What's the site for that mashup? Is it Visual Twitter? Yes. Okay. It's actually, hmm, I'm getting an error message on no, that. No, it's but the visualdirectory.net backslash Twitter. It's actually yeah. forward slash Twitter dot PHP, Forward, I back. Yeah. Are we confusing the word dictionary and um, directory? It's the visual dictionary. Dot net is the main site. And then there is a link on there that says visual Twitter. Right. Click on that. Yeah. Not loading I, I, for me either. But oh, I did look at it earlier like today. It's down. It, was, it looks like it's down right now. Neat. Huh. Fascinating. So it, 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 it somehow is sourcing the actual words from the... I, 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 I am getting it now, actually. Hmm. Interesting. Right. It, it, it's interesting. Okay. It's taking the... Uh, it's taking as many of the words that it's that it's finding in its database that it's cataloged of all these signage words and, and popping them on the page. This is cool. This is clever. I like it. <laughs> hey, this they're coming out stuff. with an API, so if you want to um, suck this into life tips, maybe we could work something out. Ah, oh, boy. There's always that a business be... opportunity. Always so business let's opportunity. see. Melanie's tips are usually about 600 words, so 600 <laughs> square images. Wow, that would be a long page. <laughs> Tough to get clean and concise and right to the point when you're dealing with a graphic image here. Whoa, that would uh, that would change our model. Hey, here's here's a a, a a takeoff on that stuff. I think you'd like this one. Go to flickervision.com. www.flicker f l i c k r vision.com. This is another mashup um, of uh, of Google. Technology with Flickr. Of course, we all know Flickr, the uh, one of the leading uh, photo sites. So, as you can see, when you get to FlickrVision.com, it's basically pulling in people that have submitted images uh, from all over the world, and it's showing you those images in a similar uh, Twitter Vision format. Isn't this cool? I have come to learn, Byron, that you love anything that has to do with a map or real time. <laughs> You know, what is happening in the world? I think mashups are where it's at. I really do. You know, taking this brilliant, you know, technology, mapping technology or any kind of visual technology and and blending it in with, with anything social. So it's technology meets social. That's where it's at. I think there's just brilliant stuff being on, going on. And we have a few things in the incubator lab that we'll introduce later uh, later in the year here that I think you'll find fascinating that are kind of on this uh, this genre here. 
Well, speaking of doing new and innovative things, let's go to a marketing site that Steph found from Disney. Mm. Yeah. All right. So I'm a marketer at heart. That's what I went to school for. So I always um, make a mental note whenever I see a cool marketing idea. Um, So if you may or may not be familiar, I'm very familiar with the Disney's High School Musical movie. They're coming out with the High School Musical 2. Um, I'm not going to give you the URL because it's buried deep in their site, but if you go to Google and you search on High School Musical 2 Sneak Peek, so High School Musical 2 Sneak Peek, you can get to the page, and what they have here is the new movie poster for High School Musical 2, but it's hidden, and the only way that you can um, take off little blocks to show more and more of the picture is by emailing your friends. So today's goal was to get 10,000 emails generated, um, and they've actually almost hit 13,000, so they've met the goal for the day. So they're basically having um, kids or um, tweens or people like me at work um, emailing their friends, hey, did you hear about this cool new, this cool new musical? So Disney is getting thousands upon thousands of email addresses. Um, they're getting the word out there. Um, and it's all for the sake so that people can see what the new high school musical poster is going to be look going to look like. Brilliant! It's brilliant. I saw it on TV yesterday, <laughs> and it caught my attention. And all it is, the poster is almost uncovered. All it is, it looks like the cast is jumping up in the air into the pool or something. It's not. It's not even that exciting. But look at how many email addresses they have now. Interesting. What wonder what percentage of them are actually real email addresses? Um, in, in other words, is it a double opt-in reveal situation? I sent a, I sent an email to Mel. She got it today. I think she did. I certainly did. And you got, of course, the other seven hundred that are going to follow from that, correct? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you could opt out of it, but you'll probably. But now I know it. what the what the movie's about, Byron. I mean, you know, I did learn something. You, you, and you don't feel like you were thrown under the spam bus? <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, Disney, I hope that they're, um, they're reputable enough to let you opt right on. out. So. We, we, we hope so as well. well so is it, of, am I just going to see the pictures of these people? I guess that's the thunder over here, right? So those yeah. question marks will get revealed over the next coming days, and you can see their faces in the poster. Gotcha. Only if you hit the email goal. So I wonder if they, they will ping Melanie if, if she... <laughs> Uh, when when it's revealed. Probably. If they do, I will make sure to let you know. And you'll probably Please. get an email. I'll have an unveiling. Here. Keep in mind, this is not even a movie in the theaters. This is going to be on TV. So Boy, It's the, amazing the, marketing. Yeah, just nothing short of brilliant. I mean, hold back. It's a teaser. It, it's, it's encouraging social dynamics. It, it's viral. It's, you know, they've, they've tapped into this audience, and, and have you seen it, and wonder who's in it, guess who the cast members are. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to get excited about it. it, it it's, it's not, I'm not connecting with it because it's, um, you know, imagine if in, in the webmaster world, so you could get access to all of Matt's cuts, blogs, you know, if, 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 you, uh, uh, you know, if you told 10 friends about Matt's blog, you know, and, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, this could be used in a lot of powerful ways. Well, when I holding thought, back I information like, until you take action. 
when I saw it, I was like, who's going to do that? They're going to get spam, and all they want to do is get your email address. But clearly, this appeals to a certain market. Mm-hmm. Kids, I take it. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know if, how well this would work on other demographics or other groups, mm. but it's working here. It's, it's fantastic. Great one. Yeah, well, this next one, Byron, is good. This, this is all you. www.etsy.com. Go for it, Steph. ETFY.com? S as in Sam. Oh, ETSY. Etsy? Yeah. Yes. So, Byron, this site has some awesome, awesome functionality that you are going to love. Um, what it is, it's actually a place to buy and sell all things that are homemade. So people make jewelry, clothing, artwork. There's an AstroTurf purse. An AstroTurf purse. Um, earlier today I saw some rings that were made out of some keyboard um, buttons. So it's arts and crafts. Um, they all look pretty high quality, but they're being bought and sold online. But there are some really cool elements to this site. So ways to shop on the left-hand side, shop by color. So if you go there, it gives you this gigantic color palette, um, dozens of colors, little dots. Um, so, so I like blue, so I'm going to click on blue. It shows me all the products on the site that are that shade of blue. And keep in mind there are dozens of shades of blue that I can pick from. So the one I picked... There's a necklace in that exact shade of color. So I think that's a very, very cool feature. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when I saw this, I this thought it was a dream come true. Just, even if you don't look at anything, just rolling your cursor over all of these wonderful colors here is... completely mesmerizing. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Now, when I, go, when I shop for my Puma sneakers online, there's a shop by color, mm. but it has nothing on this thing. This thing mm. is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, Byron, there's a whole demographic area, too, or geolo- ge- geography. You can actually shop by location. Mm-hmm. So go back to the home page. And then Geolocator? Geolocator. Click on the map. So if you click on Boston, it shows you all the sellers from Boston. Not their names, wow. but their pictures. And, and then Goodness click gracious. On, wow. It's awesome, isn't it? My grandmother from Texas used to say that. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody ever heard that before? I have. Yeah, okay. Just wondering if my family's completely uh, bizarre. Okay. Wow. Um, so, okay, this, this geolocator. So I, I just clicked on a random area and, and little images are popping up. Is that what is for sale in that area? Is that, to, is that what that is? I think that, that they first show you the picture of the seller or their graphic to represent their store. I you see. click on that graphic, and it circles again everything that they're selling. Yeah, yeah. And boy. then if you get too much going on, you can hit the cleanup button and start over. My jaw is dropped. This is brilliant. This is the future of, of, of shopping. We're going to have to have Aaron dig into this a little bit and tell us more about this This. Uh, this technology. This is this is a flash. This has got to be a flash sourced in front end here. That really powerful. Wow. It's good, great. and I think stuff. they might they might sell food items on here and stuff. So the geolocator. Hmm. If you're going to buy low fat muffins, obviously you have to buy them 
somewhere that's close to you. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. These were great links. Thanks, Steph. <laughs> I, I, I'm absorbed. I'm, I, I think we're going to have to cancel the rest of the show here. I need this to buy arts and crafts. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, if the products were super high-end, wouldn't that be more interesting for someone like my wife? I mean, I, I don't know how I'd get her off this site. She'd be doing... Well, that's one know. of the best things about this is it's so visually pleasing that you mm-hmm. could spend all day on this mm. and just Aaron's look for things because you're completely enamored by the look of this site. Yeah, it's just, it's nothing short of brilliant. I mean, talk about... All right, well, we will take a break and let you shop around for a little bit. Okay, I'll get all my shopping done. Sounds good. Get all your shopping done over this break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about Byron's sales strategies and some more uh, interesting off-the-cuff sales strategies that might be going on out there. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Mr. Scott, I can't get any more information onto our website. I'm doing the best I can, Captain. There's no more room on the server. It's going to blow. Evaluation, Mr. Spock. The logical answer is Lunar Pages. Reputation, reliability, and legendary 24-7 support makes Lunar Pages the host to cling on to. Did you say cling on? Aye, Captain. Sign up at LunarPages.com and get $700 off coffee cup software absolutely free. If you call, they will answer. Lunar Pages it is. Beam us aboard, Mr. For out-of-this-world web hosting, Lunar Rocks. Sign up for web hosting with LunarPages.com and use coupon code LUNATICS to get $28 off. Welcome to the 11th Annual International Web Award Competition. Walk the red carpet as the Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the Web Awards, recognizing the best websites in 96 different industries. Winners receive a beautiful image plaque or certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from the expert judges, links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site, and a free press release from PR Web. So the winner goes to... Well, you'll have to see for yourself. You can't win if you don't enter. Go to www.webaward.org to enter and win. Hurry, deadline for entry is May 31st. Howdy, boys, and you girls, too. I'm here to talk to you about Milnick Media, the best CPA network, period. They sure know how to deliver, and I know something about deliverance. Now, you want to get paid? Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. Support people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new Fangle Plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our performance rewards program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtones, hell, we got them all. Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to MILLNICmedia.com and we'll have you so happy you'll be squealing like a pig. Incredibly entertaining. I want to ask you a question that comes with controversy. Oh, now you're one. really tapping into it, Byron. See, now you get the chance to ask all the questions that you always wanted to know. Even better, this is going to be podcast so we can listen and laugh later. <laughs> this is one of your favorite things. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what can 
Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Yeah, no question. I think it was Tiger, 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 Tiger. <laughs> he is the name. I mean, he is what golf is uh, resting on right now. <laughs> I think he's a great team player. He did buy his wife a new yacht. Yeah, well, for that team, he's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Get to know Melanie Mayer on Life Tips. Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Learning how to monetize your domains, zero dollars. Listening to affiliate marketing tips on your iPod, zero dollars. Getting the latest search news on your cell phone, zero dollars. Listening to Dave N. talk about garlic breath, well, worthless. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everyone. It's Melanie, and I'm back with Byron. And we want to do a quick shout-out to Stephanie and thank her for the awesome links that she had this week. Tons of fun, and it definitely shows the diversity in, in marketing, which is always an interesting angle. And that sort of leads into a little bit of, of sales, if you will. Correct, Byron? Yes, indeed. And we it's very a important to put your best foot forward when we talk uh-huh. about sales. And you gave us your five points earlier, mm-hmm. which we are going to come back to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everybody has a different sales technique, which is obvious and important because, you know, it's, you go with what works, right? So our guest today, who is Christopher Cunningham, wrote a book, The Salesman's Little Blue Book of Daily Inspiration, and we are happy to have Christopher Cunningham with us today. Welcome, Christopher. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you. Great to be with you all. Well, we're excited to have you here. Let me give everybody a quick intro on who you are. Uh, you're a salesman, also a marketing and public relations expert, and the CEO and founder of Halo, Inc., which is a consulting firm dedicated to providing inspiring programs for sales reps. No, Pretty exactly self-explanatory, right. but explain to me how you came up with this idea of inspiring salespeople through sort of religious and inspirational motivation techniques. Well, um, you know, I um, I believe very strongly in the idea that um, we are taught many different ways to sell. We're taught a, a lot of different systems. Uh, sometimes we learn how to sell uh, because uh, we're behind and we need to hit a number to save our job, and we just do it out of throwing together whatever's worked best. But, um, you know, I also think that um, if we really want to do it our very best way, that what we learn to do is to integrate some very core foundational principles into our, uh, not only our everyday life, but our everyday sales life as well. And once we start to prioritize what's really important in our life, the sales seem to just flow much more naturally. Now, your book, The um, the Salesman's Little Blue Book of Daily Inspiration, your book includes, first, uh, every day has a different prayer. Yes. And a different um, meditation, which is interesting. But you also have sort of a workbook with that as well, where salespeople can actually go in and and put down requests for their day, the things that they want to accomplish, that they're going to get out of, and it's sort of focused on these prayers and meditations that you're putting forth. There's got to be something controversial about that, no? 
<laughs> I certainly hope so. I don't think there's anything interesting at all in life unless it has a little bit of controversy to it. And there's probably nothing more controversial than selling to someone who doesn't want to buy from you or buying from someone you don't want to uh, you don't want to be sold from. Um, you know, sales is tough. It is tough because there are fierce competitors. It's tough because there's a number that's due at the end of a month or a quarter. Um, and the format that you described is about a 21-day format. And what, what that teaches you to do is it teaches you to actually take a look at what I consider to be some very important foundational values. It asks you to look at a Bible verse, and then it asks you to just read through maybe seven to ten paragraphs um, from my experience or maybe experience in the world, and then it, it challenges you over that 21-day period to begin to put in focus what your priorities are going to be. And the, and the controversy for the individual salesperson usually ends up to be some form of inner turmoil. They've gotten themselves out of balance, and we all do it. In fact, when I wrote this book, I wrote it in the year where I was having a really poor year of sales because I was used to being successful and I think maybe I had formed some bad habits, and I was also not- noticing that some some bad work ethic and some bad integrity habits were starting to creep in as well because I thought, well, if I can cut a few corners like my competitor uh, is doing, then I, I, at least I can hit the number or be successful or provide for my family. And it was at that point I thought, you know, Chris, what do you really believe? Would you Is it willing? Are you willing to, to compromise your integrity for a very um, – a very base uh, goal. So that that's uh, how the book was written and why the format is like it is. Chris Byron White here. Pleasure to have you on. And, uh, hey, Mark. And, uh, you know, we've, we're, we're a couple of sales per people here that are going oh. at each other and going to challenge one another's ideas, and, and that's that's a healthy, good thing. I hope, hope, I you're, hope you're willing for the challenge today. Absolutely. So, let me let me throw one thing out at you. When, when, uh, when, I, when I begin to intertwine religion and the concept of religion with just about anything, uh-huh. I my heart kind of sinks, and, and I feel as if, okay, here we go, we're going to hear another spin on, you know, on, on what somebody else believes is important versus what I am to believe is important. Can you yeah. explain why that happens to me? Well, <laughs> I think if I... <laughs> I don't know. It might be longer than our radio show, and it might be your own discovery as we sit down and do it. I think maybe we've been jaded in the past, not only by salespeople, but by religious people. It's so difficult for us as people to really put our trust in someone else because we've been lied to. We've been cheated. Uh, Integrity has been lost. And there's really no longer any faith uh, in some of the world's core religions. And, And certainly there's no faith in someone who tried to sell me something, and then I bought a clunker. And um, I think this goes to the core of that book, Byron. I, I love your question because I don't think of myself as a religious person, although the world might. I, I think of myself as a prayerful, a prayerful person who is seeking a relationship with God, the God of the universe. And I have a strong commitment to thinking that, that that's how I got here. And so if that's at my core, and then the profession that I have is to sell or to market, which is why you know God put me here then I have to be able to intertwine those two things otherwise, because the thing that God is teaching me in this relationship is that he loves me and that he's hopeful that I will learn to be a better person over time and that I do need to treat customers, family, 
friends with a certain amount of respect and integrity that they will be able to see or learn a little bit more about who he is by the way I interact in my business settings. So if I were to take my hat off at any point during my relationship with you, Byron, if I were to sell something to you and you were to know that I was a Christian, you, you might also say, uh, dude, I don't get it. There's a disconnect. You've, you're not being faithful to what I think it is that you're supposed to, to really act like or be like. And, and um, I, I would agree with you. It, it really can create a disconnect, especially for a salesperson who, who is hopeful to be uh, faithful to their customers and also to their faith. Now, I haven't read your book, my apologies, but, but in okay. your book, are, are you at all suggesting that, um, that a discussion of religion should be intertwined with your, with your pitch? No, uh, I'm not. No. Um, I, okay. I, that's not. That's not the point of this book. I'm, the point okay. of it is, and it's a great question, uh, you know, if someone were to ask you and, and pick a faith, uh, pick one other than mine. Um, pick, pick a faith such as uh, the Muslim faith or the Buddhist faith or the Hindu faith. If someone, because a lot of times in a sale over a long period of time, um, salespeople get very close to their customers. They attend banquets and weddings. And, and if someone were to say, what do you believe? I think any person that had a faith would be able to say, hey, this is what I believe. But, it, but as, part of the sa- as part of the sale, um, I'm asking you to carry yourself in those moral principles that you've learned and to make sure that they come through so that people are curious about why you're a different type of a salesperson. Tell me about your uh, notion of belief and, and how it is, you know, I'm sure in your, in your view, perspective from the daily inspiration that you need to, to be an effective salesperson, mm-hmm. how important belief is in what you're selling and how you're selling. Well, uh, you know, once again, I just go back to that original question you have, and I love it because a salesperson who wakes up in the morning, and, and hours can be long, you might travel for sales, or you might be the first one to open up the store, or maybe you have hospital sales, and you've got to be there when the doctors are there to make sure that you're assisting. You know, all of those, all sales jobs have difficult hours, and the minute your feet hit the floor, if you don't have some faith and some confidence in what it is that you're selling, then you really are fooling yourself. And what you will find over a period of time is that you're terribly empty. You'll find that what you've done is you've put on probably a great big smile that you have, and you've used all the persuasion that you can use, but the tanks are empty. There's no gas left in the tank, and you will be burned out. You'll hop to another job. You'll wonder why you weren't successful. You'll always be looking for the grass that's greener on the other side of the hill. So if you find yourself in that position, find something that you have a passion about, that you would want to use yourself, or if you needed this type of a thing uh, that's being sold, that you would be certain that that's the thing that you would want to have uh, for whatever reason, whether it's a certain kind of clothes, whether you're selling shoes, whether you're selling, you know, whatever. Uh, if, that's, if that's what it is, be confident that you're the one that would want to use it, and that will help with that disconnect, uh, that burnout that comes from so many salespeople who become disillusioned because they no longer believe in their service or product. Tell me your take on solution selling and the importance of, uh, of, 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 of using techniques to learn what problems there are to solve and, and to solve those problems. How does your book help people learn to, to improve solution selling? 
Well, solution selling means that um, you're more interested in, in the way that I learned it, Myron, in what it is that the customer um, actually, what their needs really are, and it's a needs-based selling. And I can't think of anything that's any better than a person who has been able to um, put together uh, a very faithful uh, understanding of what it is they believe at their very core then they put that together with what it is they believe that their product at its very core, and they have this uncanny ability not to have to sell something, but they have this now wonderful freedom to be able to listen. And if you are solid in your own heart and you are also solid, Byron, in your own sales ability and in the products, you are so free at that point to go in and begin the process of solution selling. But I promise you, if you have some great angst about what you believe in your faith, and even greater angst in what it is that you're selling or trying to provide, you will be a very poor solution salesperson because you will not have the ability to be able to listen to the benefit that you can provide to your customer. You will just be feature selling the whole time. Now, in, in your world, can, can you have what, what you just called their belief in your heart and, and, and mm-hmm. deep passion for what you're selling without the religious uh, overtone? Um, when you say in my world, what do you mean? Do you mean do you mean me personally, or well, in 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 the world of the little blue book for da- of daily inspirations that you created, mm-hmm. you, you're you're you've connected the religious aspect of 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 inner peace, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. with with religion, right? And 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 uh, and what I'm what I'm asking you is, can you have that same inner peace? You know, in, in another format, rather than belief in God or you know, or religion, uh, you know, another format. Can you have the, the 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 solid heart, if you will, without having to be drawn towards a particular religion? Um, I actually believe, Byron, that you are that we are all called to honor God first, and so the book takes that premise. Um, in fact, it uh, unashamedly says that there really is a reason, a purpose that we're all here on life. We weren't just uh, created out of dust, uh, a big bang. And there, and there may very well be some great sales books that say, go for the dollar, uh, hit your goals. It doesn't matter how you were created. Create yourself out of your own bootstraps. But this book takes a different tact. It says that I've found my inner success, my peace, and I've seen many, many, many salespeople across the country who've worked for large corporations who have decided that the first thing they're going to do is to honor God first. And once they do that, they're in balance. And then after that balance, they're able to be successful in life and to provide for themselves and their family. So that's, that's uh, how this, this book is. Now, is it in your world, is it uh, in the world that you've created with, with the, the Salesman's Little Blue Book of Daily Inspirations, yes. is it possible in your world that, that religion, for example, I go to church on, on Sundays, not, not all the time, but is it possible that, that I could successfully use religion as my, uh, as my escape from work and sales <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> and find my my peace and meditation in thinking about religion and not necessarily sales. Well, I um, I, I, I hear where the um, I hear where the, the the dichotomy of beliefs might come in, but um, I tell you, you know, I, I love 
um, my faith. Um, it, it's so it's so deep to me that it it it, it permeates um, what's said at my dinner table. Uh, it has a, it has an impact on um, the reason that I call my parents on the weekend. Um, it, it's it it helps me talk to my employees uh, in a certain way, and um, so I think about different people of faith. Uh, a guy named Paul who wrote a lot of the New Testament, he, he was a tent maker. And, you know, he, he said in some of the things that he wrote, I'm, I sold these tents. I didn't want anybody to have to take care of me. I have my faith, but I have my work, and I try and do my work as though I'm doing it. And what a great goal. Here it comes, as though I'm doing it for God. Now, if, if a lot of us decided I'm going to do my day's work, whether it's sales or whether it's radio broadcasting or whether I drive a milk truck, if I'm going to do it, as though not that I'm working for a human who might disappoint me, like we talked about before, might get angry at me, lie to me, cheat on me, but I'm going to do it for God, then now I'm lifted up to perform at a different level. I, I get a little wind beneath my wings. I can, I can begin to, to strive for a, a higher purpose. You know, this is this is a fascinating discussion here, um, and I'm sure Melanie might have a couple questions, and I'm going to let her have a go at it. But <laughs> I just want to say before we sign off for today, uh, in in a couple minutes with, with you here, really interesting angle. Um, you know, I I love your angle on belief um, and and in the solidity of your heart and, and believing in in what you're selling, and and maybe uh, you know for some people. It's just going to hit the nail on the head to center themselves on something, um, namely a religion and and uh, and the power above us, <laughs> uh, if if uh, if there is such power. Um, and uh, you know, really exciting stuff. Um, and and I'll also say it's interesting. My my father's a uh, went to Yale Divinity School and was a minister for quite some time. Is actually a professor of philosophy uh, wow. at the University of Maine. And uh, so this is this is fascinating discussions. I'm going to pick up with him where we leave off here with this discussion. <laughs> then you have to contact me <laughs> and let me know what he says. I would be fascinated by it. Well, Sounds these are the true. kind of conversations we'd love to have because they ignite this sort of philosophical debate about what is and what isn't. And before we let you go, I just you know I, I, I want to ask one thing quickly, Chris, and that sure. is you know what about you know. Companies wouldn't be here today, right, if their sales team were not producing That's to the right. best of their ability. Absolutely. What about those salespeople who just simply are not religious? I mean, it sounds, you know, the way that you're talking that if that you can't have success unless you honor God first. So you how know, do you I respond to that? Well, I, I think that's a, I hear exactly what your question is, Melanie, and I, I'm letting you know that my definition of success is that there is a God and that you do figure out your relationship with God prior to whatever it is you choose to do in life. And I promise you that there are guys like me and there are um, people like you, Melanie, uh, who are wonderfully successful um, in all forms of business who don't give uh, God a second thought. They are performing at a level of exceptional ability, and they are, they are doing a wonderful job for their organizations, and they are stellar employees, many of whom win sales awards and all other kind of awards. But there comes a point in many people's lives where there's a nagging emptiness. There's a hollowness. I have now succeeded at a level beyond all levels, and I still don't feel successful. In fact, a great philosopher once said that most men live lives of quiet desperation. 
And this book is for those people, those men and women who live a life of quiet desperation, who are successful, but who are seeking a balance that goes beyond just uh, performing uh, and performing for ego biscuits or for monetary gain. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. This was certainly an inspiring conversation and one that I (laughs) no doubt has uh, ignited some conversation amongst all our listeners, and certainly something that will undoubtedly be talked about here in our own offices. So I want to thank you very much for joining us. Uh, And just for a recap, Chris Cunningham is the author of The Salesman's Little Blue Book of Daily Inspiration. You can find more about him on halo-inc.com. Thanks again, Chris. We appreciate having you here. All right. Thank you, Melanie and Byron. It's been my privilege. We'll be right back, everyone. Stay tuned. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Start your engine. Okay. Well, how do I get my engine started? Is your online marketing being left at the starting gate? Don't have enough information to stay ahead of your competitors? Then visit EngineReady.com and get a free trial of our affordable enterprise class web analytics. With EngineReady, you can accurately track revenues from all online marketing campaigns, search engines, banner ads, email, and more. EngineReady strategic marketing software. See why companies of all sizes achieve exceptional online results with EngineReady, the professional standard in search marketing. Oh, maybe I should just get out and push. It's a no-brainer. Reaching customers everywhere they search is smart business. However, reaching them through web and mobile search as well as free directory assistance with effective pay-per-call advertising is, well, ingenious. Ingenio Pay-Per-Call delivers highly targeted phone call leads to businesses looking for new customers. And the advertising business only pays per new customer lead. Call 1-800-705-0632 today to ask about your free trial or go to ingenio.com slash web radio that's ingenio.com slash web radio ingenio simply ingenious best of the web the internet's oldest directory eotw.org since 1994 our editors scour the web finding quality sites providing users with spam free resources relevant information from valuable sites submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less for webmasters needing additional exposure check out our 60 day free trial on category sponsorships 60 days free advertising no kidding and don't forget the best of the web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions 25 percent recurring commission on all products and services bloggers make sure to check out the botw blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. And for all you jammers and spammers that cut out early on Fridays, then catch the Rockstars Rewind at their original time, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, WebmasterRadio.fm. 
It's like radio with a PhD. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Frozen, A's, B's, C's. I'm thinking we need a new column on here for church attendance. (laughs) Church attendance. What's the attendance like? Uh, My attendance is down, I have to tell you. Um, and so we'll have to quiz the sales reps. But, no, really fascinating. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, I think that uh, there are uh, people uh, that really would congregate around, uh, around his book and, um, and, and really get some value out of it. Um, we all need coaching in our lives. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it was a great discussion and, and really worth... Uh, we're thinking about, you know. Um, well, what's your take in general about religion in the workplace? Well, um, I'm a little bit more of a practical person when it comes to the workplace <clears throat> with regards to um, learning and development and beliefs and training. And, and I, I, I think the answer is not necessarily to intertwine, um, you know, uh, religion in, 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 in the teachings and, and trainings for sales reps, which ironically I'm doing all day tomorrow with, with our entire sales team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I began my questions with him saying, why is it then whenever religion comes up as a topic, you know, it's, it, it's a painful one for me to stomach thinking I'm being led down the path. So I think people need to find religion on their own and, and use it in their own way. And if, if people want to use religion in, in, in a way that's connected with sales, then good for them, you know. All right, I'm going to read you a little excerpt from this book. I want your reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Day six, the title is Do More. All right? Mm-hmm. And it talks a little bit about meditation. Uh, it offers a prayer. And, again, this book is about kind of bringing the voice of God into your sales scheme and, and looking for a higher purpose to your success. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said earlier, one of the things that this book does is offer up some sort of uh, worksheets, if you will, that go along with each of these chapters. So, mm-hmm. chapter six, think about two of your best friends and about two salespeople you know. Write their names here, and it gives you four spaces to write the names. Now, think about these two questions. If these people died today, would you be able to go to their funeral knowing you had been transparent with them and that you cared about them? Hmm. Now, that's part of a sales but this is daily inspiration for salespeople. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your reaction? So it's um, it's it's making you question your meaning in life and your communication and your caring attitude. Seems like great things to question. I think it's interesting that you write down your two best friends and two salespeople you know, mm-hmm. because those are two very different people in your life, right? So it's kind of fascinating. The transparent thing kind of throws me off, you know. You know, knowing that you had been transparent with them and that you cared about them. I can understand the care about transparent with them. What does that mean? Were you, did you allow them to see through you? Is that what that's asking? Or were you I'm completely sure. open with them about everything you were doing? So I guess, I mean, you can... If you, if can, you were in... Hmm, so, in other I words... I mean, I guess you, you could say, they, and no offense to anybody other, some salespeople are shifty. Right, so maybe that's what he means. 
in your sales job had you been transparent with the people that you're talking to? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one. The the number two is what throws me off. Would they know that God loves them enough to send Jesus to die for them? You know, that's where we we fall off the sales training path (laughs) very quickly. And that's why I think that, uh, you know, I, I, you know, again, no, no disrespect for the challenge that, uh, that we have here, but Christopher's intertwining religion with sales, and that's a tough one, you know. It is, but it's really it's a, a very one. fascinating angle to look at. You know, you know what's probably, I, I really want to read his book here, I will say that, and, and I, I have the PDF as well, I'm going to take a look at it, and if anyone in the show wants to take a look at this, we'd be happy to get this out to them, but, um, you know, I, I think that his, his discussions on, on habit and, and the importance of, uh, you know, bringing a, a uh, you know, a, um, some method to the, to the madness, if you will, is critical. You know, a mm-hmm. systematic approach to selling, establishing priorities and managing turmoil, you know, purging yourself of bad habits, you know, you could see how this can can blend in and correlate with with the practice and in, 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 in discipline of anything, really, right? Including right. religion. Sure. So you know, it's 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 all about practice and and repeating activity that is that works and that's successful. You know, when you're out selling um, and learning quickly what doesn't work. So yeah, inspirational, fascinating is 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 a good uh, discussion and, and a yeah. great outside in perspective. Um, well, and it's always important, right? I mean, we always want to hear about what other people are doing, and, and you know, it's important to be open-minded to the sales techniques of, of people and, and companies all over the world. I mean, everybody has a different approach. We certainly have one approach, and it might not, you know, jive well with the people next door. You just don't know these things. But, you know, this kind of a book really opens up a discussion that, um, you know, is controversial, which is interesting, but also can provide some insight into your own success, which is what his point was. So. That being said, looks like it's time to wrap up the show. Boy, another life-improving conversation here. <laughs> this has been a good one today. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed it, and we will be back next week with more Life Tips. Thanks, Byron. Thanks, Mel. Talk to you guys soon. Take care. Now for the most anticipated search marketing show of the year, the first ever.